Hello and welcome back to the Music Works Microcast, business and mindset tips for music professionals. I'm Katie Beardsworth, founder of Polyphony Arts, and this week I want to talk about making resolutions and why we shouldn't overstress ourselves in striving to attain our goals. First, here's a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer with cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment, protecting you against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Every Alliance Music policy also includes free legal assistance and support so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Alliance, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. So hello and welcome back to the Music Works Business and Mindset Microcast. In episode 30 of this microcast, I talked about the pitfalls of making resolutions and the need to find balance between setting positive goals and being realistic about how much we can achieve in the time we have. The message I left you with was, be kind to yourself. It's good to have dreams, but don't let them turn into nightmares. In this episode, I'm going to revisit the idea of resolutions or setting goals and take a look at what experts have to say about why we may struggle to keep motivated and what we can do to keep ourselves on track. Professor of Behavioural Science Eilert Fischbach at Chicago Booth Business School has written a book on precisely this topic, Get It Done, Surprising Lessons from the Science of Motivation. Resolutions or goals are important in giving us something to work towards in our professional and personal lives, but where people struggle is by having the wrong mindset about them. We set ourselves up to fail, a form of self-sabotage, By thinking of resolutions as something we will not enjoy doing or goals as something we will not enjoy working towards. This creates what she describes as an empathy gap between our hopes for the future and our current lived experience. It's rather like the immediate feeling you have when you are gearing yourself up to practice scales as set against the anticipation of the future successful performance. We know that we need to do X now in order to achieve Y in the future. If we want to fit into last year's summer wardrobe in July, we should probably be resisting the temptation to eat that highly desirable slice of cake now. Her advice is to find a way to understand that making the path to achieving a goal sustainable is to try and make it enjoyable as well. What we need is to be intrinsically motivated. People who can do that can stick with their resolutions longer. Which sounds all well and good, but we know it's not always easy and it's okay to acknowledge that too. It can help to think carefully about how you express your goals to yourself. Making them too abstract is unhelpful. I want to be a better singer is far too imprecise, even if that is the most fundamental motivation behind your goal. Goals that overfocus on the process may be more concrete, but can suck the joy out of it all. So developing my Baroque repertoire feels like less of a chore than I will spend four hours every day practicing Handel arias. The first way of expressing that ambition recognises the process, but holds the outcome within it as well. Fischbach also acknowledges that we are good at celebrating beginnings and endings, but seldom what is happening in between to get us there, and that's where motivation flags. It's a delicate balancing act, trying to hold our goal in sight at the same time as dealing with what we need to do on a day-by-day basis to achieve it. 
If we focus too much on the goal, the danger is we will never start the work we need to do to get there because having a vision makes us feel good, but engaging with what we have to do to work towards it can take that good feeling away. And why would we give up a good feeling? I'll be talking more about this in the next episode. But if we only focus on getting through our daily task list, we can fall into the trap of productivity for productivity's sake and lose sight of the end goal. I know how easy it can be to feel that you've fallen short of achieving everything you planned to, but that negativity can make the journey feel like a chore and an area you associate with failure. That in turn, as I'm sure we've all experienced, undermines our motivation. Who wants to be made to feel bad all the time? We don't like it when other people do it to us, so we shouldn't do it to ourselves. Which brings me back ultimately to the same message um, as the one which I ended the last episode of the microcast. Be kind to yourself. Take time to step back and rediscover your goals and why it is you want to achieve them. And then look at everything you've already done to get there. In one of the most successful children's books of 2020, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse by Charles Maxey, the horse tells the fox, one day you'll look back and realise how hard it was and how well you did. That's the message I want to leave with you today. Next week, I'll be looking at how goals can actually prevent us getting started on achieving them and how to make sure you don't let them lead you into the procrastination trap. Until then, take a look back at 2021. You've done so well, you really have, and I'm proud of you. For more business and mindset tips and thoughts, subscribe to Music Works on any podcast platform and sign up to our mailing list on our website polyphonyarts.com forward slash mailing dash list. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Thank you for listening.